everybody wants those great results. But the question is, are you doing this? This podcast, The Underestimated Entrepreneur, is for the driven mofos out there who are driven to achieve more in life and business. After studying 1,457 of the world's most successful people in different fields and spending over $1 million on coaches, consultants, and seminars, I want to share with you the key learnings, lessons, tips, tools, and strategies that have not only made them super successful, but have also allowed me to go from the kid who was put into special classes, getting kicked out of school and wanting to end my life, to becoming the mental performance coach to some of the country's most successful people and helping me to grow multiple businesses. I want to help all of those out there who have been underestimated to prove their doubt is wrong and to help them to achieve more than they could possibly imagine. I hope you enjoy. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. All right, let's get crack-a-lacking today. Let's talk about something that I think is super important. Now, I believe that most of you want this, which is great results. But the question is, are you earning them? Do you deserve them? How do you know you're getting them? These are the real questions that keep most people stuck. So let's just plow through it today and let's get into it. Also, a massive shout out to all those who have been asking questions on my Instagram page. Instagram's been cranking lately. So thanks for all of those who are following me, Michael Mojo 00 on Instagram. The page has been going nuts. And thanks for all those who are asking questions on my weekly Q&A. I really do appreciate it. It's absolutely awesome. Thanks for all of those as well who have been sharing my stuff with your friends, with your family, and telling them about what I do. So here's why your results aren't changing. It's because you're not changing. It sounds so simple, you know, but most people just won't fucking do it. They just won't change. I know why that is, right? Because most people are trying to impress other people. You're probably trying to impress other people, right? So if I gave you 10 grand, what would you do with that 10 grand? Most people have already answered that question and it's not personal growth or personal development. My question is why? Why would you not change you? Why would you not become better? If you think about it, let's say you have a race car. So you've got a Formula One team and I give the Formula One team an extra million dollars. The thing that they're going to do is they're going to tune the car better. They're going to focus on better aerodynamics, better tires, better engineers, better people around them to make sure that the car goes faster. They're going to put everything that they can into making sure that the car performs better. When I ask human beings and I say, right, I'm going to give you 10 grand. What are you going to do with it? They're like, I don't know, man, I'll buy a new car. I get a new house. Like there's a cross lotto, I think, which is the lotto here in Australia or the lottery here in Australia. I was watching, they've got a big draw going on here at the moment. And so the media go around, they ask people, you know, what would you do if you won $100 million? And people are like, I would go on a holiday. I'll buy a new house. I'll pay off my family's home. All they're doing is they're thinking of everything external to themselves that they're going to spend that money on. Everything is external. Nothing is internal. No one says, you know what? The first thing that I'm going to do is go spend a million bucks, hire a wicked mindset coach, hire an absolute amazing finance coach. I'm going to hire an amazing world-class business coach. And we're going to sit down and we're going to put our fucking minds together and we're going to build me into the best, most incredible person so that when I figure out how to spend this money, I am probably going to build it into a fucking empire. No one does that, right? Not one person I've ever seen who they ask about lottery ever says that. Now, what are the statistics about Lotto? Is that someone's going to win it and they're going to lose it all. Why are they going to lose it all? Because essentially what they're going to do is they're saying, I'm going to get my car that is a piece of shit that has been abused for its whole entire life. It hasn't been worked on. It hasn't been looked after. It hasn't been taken care of. It sort of has. Like every now and again, I give it a wash, but it's still, the car's fucked. Then what they do is they go, 
right, I'm going to go put rocket fuel in it. And then they put rocket fuel in it. And what happens? The engine blows itself to bits. Why? Because the car was never set up to work that way. It was never set up that way. My point is, is if you want to be better in life, you have to be better. And that is the number one most common thing that people will not commit to. Someone has a business. Let's say they have a business and the business goes from half a million dollars and they want to grow that business. Very few people say to themselves, I need to get better. What they will do is they go, I need better finances. I need a better software system. I need everything external to myself. And then they wonder why they have high staff turnover. Why? Because the business owner has shit leadership skills, poor communication skills. They don't understand how to manage and lead people. So even when they have the systems, they're still a dick to work for. And so they have high staff turnover. One of my clients recently, a guy called Ryan, Ryan owns an electrical company here in Adelaide. Great guy, amazing guy. He came to me three months ago and he said, mate, look, I'm keen to do some work with you. Actually, it was probably about four months ago now because he's just re-signed up for another year and, and he did a three-month pack to start with. So in that three months, completely transformed him as a person, got him clear with what he wanted, got him clear with what he was trying to achieve in the business. We built an effective business strategy and made him a better communicator and a better leader. Now what's happened is he's got staff that love being there. He rang me up just before Christmas and he was like, mate, I can't believe it. And I said, why, what's going on? And he said, do you know this year my staff bought me, he loves playing golf. And he said, I can't believe that my staff went out and they bought me an indoor golfing green to put at the workshop so that I can play golf throughout the day or, or we can have a bit of a hit and stuff. And he said, my staff have never bought anything for me ever before. Now, prior to working with me, he went through this cycle where he had a whole bunch of staff. He hired the wrong people. Then he wasn't getting the results that he wanted. There was all this pressure on him. He was stressed out, burnt out, tired. His business wasn't getting the results. There was mistakes being made. Staff were non-effective. They were fucking up jobs and shit. And then he was having to bear the financial cost of that as well. So he was just so stressed out. And then when he came to see me, he'd already partially worked out some of that stuff. But once we got him clear, it was only three months. We got him super clear with what he wanted to do, what his skill sets were, where he had to grow, what his gaps were, what he needed to work on. And I showed him really effective ways to, I mean, he could have figured all this stuff out on his own, but it would have taken him five years. And maybe he wouldn't have even got that clarity. By having someone else look from the outside in, you get answers really quick. You know this because you know that it's easier to solve other people's problems than it is to solve your own. That's why you have a good coach because a good coach goes, bang, here's the problem. Let's fix it. Whereas you can sit there for months or even years trying to see the problem that you've actually got. And you can try to fix everything else apart from that problem. It doesn't make it more easy or more effective. So anyway, with Ryan, he was stoked because his staff went out and they all pitched in and they bought him this golfing set. He was almost in tears. Like he was almost welling up over the phone. He's like, I can't believe it. Like I've never enjoyed business so much and I've never enjoyed having the group of people that I have here is I really love going to work every day now because it's almost like I work with my mates and we're all working towards a common objective. We're winning these bigger deals. I'm starting to hang out with the right people. Like life's just completely transformed in that three month period. So anyway, coming back to it, what changed there? He changed. He put in the work. He put in the effort. He realized that if he wanted his business to grow, he had to grow. One of my favorite quotes isn't what or how, it's who. Always think about who. Who, who, who. It's who. If your life is shit, it's because you're not working on who, who you need to become. You're not working on who you would best be in your life. If you want a better life, you've got to work on you. It's who. It's not how and what. Most people, the first thing that they do is they go, well, how do I build a better life? And I'm like, it's not how, it's who. 
Who do you have to become? If I picked you up out of your life and put you into the most amazing life, you would fuck it up. Why would you fuck it up? Because you're not ready for that life yet because you haven't built you. That's why I keep telling people, work on you. Either work with me as a coach, we can do stuff one-on-one, come to Thrive Time, jump into Dominate, do something where you're working on you. If you're not consistently improving yourself, you're not consistently improving your life. I have a friend of mine that I've been friends with now for probably about four years. I'd never met this guy before. In fact, he he owns an electrical business. Great guy, really great guys. Heart of gold, couple of young kids, married. He does well financially. But every time I see him, he looks like he's aged a year in six months. Every six months, he ages by another year on his face. He's stressed out all the time. He's burnt out. I've known him for four years and I keep saying, dude, we need to do some work together. He does everything to avoid working on himself. He puts better systems into the business, better processes into the business. He then goes and spends more money on infrastructure. So he'll go and buy a bigger workshop. He'll buy more vans. He'll put on more stuff. And then you know what happens? Everything starts to collapse. He starts firing staff again. He's back on the tools. And then I see him like I had some electrical issues that I needed dealt with at our house. And this was on a Sunday afternoon. He said, mate, look, I'll hop in the car. I'll come over. And when he rocked up, all he did was just complain for like an hour, hour and a half while he was fixing something. Because he was just like, fuck, it's like so busy and I'm stressed out. I'm back on the tools and no one can do the job. And all he did was complain the whole time. And I kept trying to have a conversation with him about his self-growth. But he just lacked that self-awareness that until he fixes him, he's not going to fix his life. Until he builds him, he's not going to build his life. It's always who. It's who do you need to become? Who do you need to become to earn the right to have the life that you want? I've been working on myself for 20 years. That's why I live the life that I want. Right. Today, I was thinking, how cool is this problem? I wake up today and I'm like, i got to go out for lunch today. What car do I take? Do I take the Audi R8? Do I take the McLaren? Do I take Jess's little Mercedes? What do we take? Now, do you know when I grew up in a low socioeconomic area, there was part of me that would have never believed that that was true. But what started happening was that in my early 20s, I bought my first audio product about motivation and mindset. Now, I used to think all of this stuff was a scam. And I was working hard. I kept trying to make money couldn't get ahead. I kept spending every cent that I had. And it wasn't until I realized that my mind impacts our life in some way, shape or form. I didn't even really know what I know now, right? I've been fortunate enough to speak with some of the best people on the planet in the area of mindset, human behavior, and and so on. I didn't realize the impact that our mindset has on everything, every fucking area of our life. In fact, it's the number one asset that you have, because if I take out your mind, you have nothing, nothing in life matters. Therefore, the most valuable thing that you have is your mindset followed by time. You can waste time, but if your mindset is fucked, your life is going to be fucked no matter what you do. And most people just don't realize this, like how important it is. They'll say things like, my most valuable asset is my house. And I'm like, that's why your life is shit. Because you keep putting money into your home instead of building your mind. And your mind is the thing that you wake up every day with that tells you whether you're on track, off track, whether your life is great or fucked up. It tells you who your friends are, who your families are, who your enemy is. And the more you fine tune your mind, the more you see through things the better decisions you make, the more you work on things effectively. Without that thing, without investing in your mindset, you have nothing. Think about the person with dementia. The person with dementia, potentially, well, I mean, we don't really know what goes on inside, whether they still have the same thoughts or or not thoughts. Well, maybe I just don't know enough about dementia. But my point is, if you have someone with dementia, that's their mindset. Their mind and their brain is not working effectively. Therefore, they don't see the world like we see the world. And the world you see is a different world than a billionaire sees. 
One of my clients who, depending on the time of the year, he might have half a billion to a billion dollars worth of real estate that he's doing as a developer. Now for him, he sees the world in a completely different way. He sees a block of land and goes, wow, we can build something amazing on there. It looks like this. He can start seeing it all in his head. And then he goes, wow, if I call this person, they can probably invest some cash there. I can bring that person in. They'll do the building. He's automatically thinking about building and networks. So he straight away, he thinks about how do we make money out of this asset, which is a vacant piece of land? And then how do I bring in the right people and the right resources in order to make that work? That's how his brain thinks. That's how he's wired himself. That's completely different than a person who walks down the street, looks at that same vacant block of land and goes, wow, that looks like shit. Someone needs to mow it. You know, the council really needs to do something about that. So same exact situation and scenario, different mindset. Mindset is everything. And I guarantee you're not investing enough in your mindset, which is why you don't have the things that you want. And you may not even be moving in the right direction right now, not even know it. Are you ready to raise your standards, achieve more, and stay accountable like never before? My brand new Dominate program is designed to give you year-round accountability and keep you consistently winning. Inside, you'll get epic trainings in mindset, wealth, health, and relationships, plus weekly group coaching calls to combat inconsistency and to stop you falling off the bandwagon. No more trial and error, no more going through the motions, no more feeling unfulfilled at the end of your year. Just a chance to be your best, do your best and to dominate. No locking contracts, cancel anytime. Join now via the link in the description or at michaelmojo.com. That's why you've got to have a great coach. That's why you've got to keep working on yourself and you have to keep growing and expanding. But your results are a direct reflection of your thought processes. Remember, it's never the how and the what. The first question is always who. Jess came to me last week and she said something about the business. And I said, stop. You're thinking about strategy first. It's not strategy, it's who. The way you're thinking about it is the way that you're thinking about it. Is the way that you're thinking about this complex problem, do you think it's the complex problem that's a problem or do you think it's the way you're thinking about it? If you're a different person, could you solve it more effectively? If you were somebody that we know who is extremely skilled at business, could you solve it more effectively? And she said, well, yeah. And I said, good, who do you know who is more effective in the way that they think through these complex problems. And one of our mentors sold a company for $1.2 billion. He's the chief operating officer. He's amazing with strategic planning and all of that stuff. He's probably going to come and present this year at Business Odyssey and do business strategy, which Business Odyssey is my business program, the mentorship that we run for business owners. And she said, he would probably think about this different. I said, cool, how would he think through this? And she started to think through it like he would think through it. And then I said, excellent. Now that you've thought through that, what resources would you use? And she said, well, first of all, I'm going to call him to make sure I'm on the right track. And I said, fucking brilliant. What else? And she said, well, we need to make sure we've got financial resource. And I said, brilliant. Once she changed the way that she thought about it, she's already on track. If she had thought about it in the way that she wanted to think about it, we would have had another problem. In your life right now, I can guarantee that part of the reason why you keep getting the results that you're getting or why you're not getting the results that you want is because of the way that you think about it. You're not changing who you are and how you think through those situations, which is why you keep getting stuck. So this week, I really want you to think about who. The only question is who. Who do I need to become? Who do I need to be in order to resolve these things? Like if a fat person keeps thinking like a fat person, they're always going to be a fat person. Yet every fat person that I know thinks like a fat person and then thinks that they're going to change it by a better strategy. They're always looking for a better diet. Oh, I need a better diet. You know, I'm not sure what to do. It's like, hey, listen, just eat less. You know that. Yeah, I do. Okay, well then eat less. 
oh yeah, but how much sodium should I intake? I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's not the sodium. Just stop putting as much shit in your mouth, right? Stop eating pizza four nights a week. Oh, I, I know that. I know you know that. The problem isn't that you know it. The problem is that you just don't do it. Why don't you do it? Because of who you are. In your mind, you still consider yourself the fat person, which is why you eat like a fat person. And now you're overthinking it. When people try to build their wealth, they overthink it. They overthink it because of who they are. Their mindset is tuned in their socioeconomic status that they grew up in most of the time or the people that they hang around right now. Someone might grow from lower socioeconomic class and grow up into lower middle, but then they'll normally associate with lower middle people. And so lower middle people have very predictable thinking patterns. Until they change that, they're not going to increase the way that they think. Personally, I still feel like a broke person. I think like a wealthy person. I feel like a broke person, but I, I'm, I'm hanging out with high net worth individuals consistently. And that's because I go, shit, I don't have a $100 million property portfolio yet. What's wrong with me? But I think that that's also the mindset of a wealthy person. But I'm always thinking, who do I need to become? How do I tune my mind? How do I reframe myself into thinking like a wealthy person? We hit our financial targets last year, which were fantastic. The business was a little bit behind, but personally, Jess and I did great. And so, you know, when I thought about it, I thought, well, what am I not doing? What do I need to fine tune my brain? And when I really thought about it, the thing that was holding me back was risk. And so this year I said to Jess, right, now we're starting to set ourselves up a lot better financially. It's time to start risking more. We have to start risking more and we've got to start hanging out with people who take higher risks financially because they're the ones who tend to get ahead. So today, the key takeaway is wherever you're at right now, the reason why you don't have what you want is because you haven't become the person in your own mindset and your own emotional states that think and believe that you're there. If you're always working hard to get somewhere, then you're always going to work hard to get somewhere because you believe that hard work is the only strategy to create a greater life. If you can change that way you think, then what you realize is if you put hard work between smart work and you start to fine tune your mindset and you build your mindset, what will happen is you'll become a different person, which means you'll think different. And when you think different, you'll feel different. And when you think and feel different, you start acting differently. And when you start acting differently, you'll get better results. I know that the majority of people that I know who are either billionaires or worth hundreds of millions don't work any harder than what I do. In fact, I was talking to one of my friends, Toby Pierce, who sold a sweat for $400 million at 29 years of age. And he said to me, Michael, I normally read for two hours a day. And my first thought was, how the fuck do you get two hours to read every day when you're running a company that big? But that's how. Because he knows that every day he is working on who, who he needs to become. He needs to consistently grow and learn mentally in order to have the knowledge to keep solving problems that are coming up in the business. Now, he doesn't run around like crazy working hard. I mean, he does sometimes because when he's here in Adelaide and I go to catch up with him, we might catch up at seven o'clock in the morning for breakfast because he's got to be at a nine o'clock meeting. So he does work reasonably long hours. But the thing is, he still goes out for breakfast. He has lunches. He sits around boards of people who are highly intelligent. He learns from them. He's not running around all day like a clown trying to get a million things done. He knows that he has five or six things that he needs to execute on that is going to take him to the next level. It's a mindset shift. If you think about that, Toby spends two hours per day reading and learning. He invests in himself. When he built Sweat, they put in a library. He specifically said one of our high values is learning and growth. Therefore, we can't say that that's important and not do it. So he said in Sweat, he had a library where staff could come in and they could take whatever books that they wanted. 
They literally take them. And he said, if you you could put in a request for us to buy a book, we would look at it. If it was something that was going to help the business grow, or you could put forward a case, he said, I would buy five or six of them, chuck them in the library. And then he said, we had someone who'd go around and look. And when the books start to get low, we just buy more of them. So they had a library of books that helped the business to grow and staff could actively come and just take a book. They didn't have to book it out. It wasn't a library where you had to return it. You could literally take 10 books as long as you read them. He didn't really care. But that was his philosophy because he knew that personal growth was the number one key in their company that helped people to succeed and grow. So if you're not doing that, and this is coming from a 29-year-old that sold a company for $400 million, and in fact, they just bought it back. They just bought it back for way cheaper than, than what they sold it for, apparently. But my point is, is he, if he's grown a company of $400 million, you have to go, well, how did he do that? Well, yeah, he was in the right market at the right time. That helps. But there were so many other people in the right market at the right time who fucked it all up. Why? Because he had the right mindset and kept building himself into the person that he needed to become in order to have that business. So just remember, it's not how or what, it's who. Who always comes first. When you go to bed tonight, think about who do I need to be tomorrow in order to keep moving forward? Who do I need to become? What decisions does that person make? How do they think? What risks do they take? It's not how and what, it's who. Who do you need to be in order to live the life that you want? Driven mofos, have a great day. Keep kicking ass. Also, if you haven't rated and reviewed this podcast, please do so. It'll take two seconds on whatever social media platform that you're on. If you just go to whatever you're listening to it on, on Spotify, they've got a star system. Just click the star system. You literally put in the amount of stars that you rate this podcast. Hopefully it's a five out of five, right? Hopefully you got enough value for free that you think this podcast is good for a free podcast. Please just give us a five-star review. Any other platform as well, you can do exactly the same thing. It just helps us get out to more people. The platforms allow us to get out to more people and they put us on their front pages and all that stuff when we get good ratings. So um, please, if you haven't already done so, please rate and review this podcast. I know we have thousands of listeners every week. We've only got, I think, a hundred and something reviews on Spotify. We only have very few reviews on the Apple Podcast app and a lot of the other platforms. So please, if you haven't already done so, just jump on there. It literally takes one second, right? You just got to click the stars and you're done. So anyway, Driven Mofos, if you haven't already done so, please do that. And I look forward to joining me back here once again for another ass-kicking episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Keep your standards high, stay driven, keep kicking ass. Till next time.